cracked open door. Her breath shallowed as she heard footsteps muffle against the marble floor. A shadow crept up her neck, stretching onto the bed sheets. Agatha gripped the knife harder. Slowly, a weight sank into the mattress behind her. Hold, she told herself. The weight grew heavier. Closer. Hold. She could hear its breath. Hold. The shadow reached for her. Now. With a gasp, Agatha swiveled, swinging the knife for the intruder's neck before he seized her wrist and pinned her to the bed, the knife a millimeter from his throat. Agatha panted with terror as she and the intruder stared into the wide whites of each other's eyes. In the dark, it was all she could see of him, but now she felt the heat of his skin and smelled his fresh, dewy sweat and all the fear seeped out of her body. Bit by bit, she let him pry the knife away before he exhaled and dropped into the pillow beside her. It all happened so fast, so softly, that Reaper never stirred. She waited for him to speak, or pull her to his chest, or tell her why he'd been avoiding her all this time. Instead, he just curled into a ball against her, whimpering like a tired dog. Agatha stroked his silky hair, mopping up the sweat on his temples with her fingertips and let him sniffle into her nightgown. She'd never seen him cry, not like this, so scared and defeated. But as she held him, his breaths settled his body surrendering to her touch. And he glanced up at her with the faintest of smiles. Then his smile vanished. Someone was watching them, a tall, turbaned woman looming in the doorway, her gleaming teeth gnashed tight. And just like that, Tedros was gone as quick as he came. Splinters of August sun streamed through the window onto the chandelier, refracting light into Agatha's eyes. Blinking groggily, she could see missing crystals in the chandelier, covered in cobwebs like an old gravestone. She hugged her pillow to her chest. It still smelled like him. Reaper slithered up from the foot of the bed, sniffing at the pillow, poised to slash it to shreds before Agatha shot him a look. Her cat slunk back to the foot of the bed. He's improving at least, Agatha thought. The first night in the castle, he'd peed in Tedros's shoe. Voices echoed in her wing. She wouldn't be alone much longer. Agatha sat up in her baggy black nightgown, peering at her room. 
It was three times the size of her old house in Gavaldon, with dusty, gem-crusted mirrors, a sagging settee, and a two-hundred-year-old desk of ivory and bone. Clutching her pillow like a life raft, she soaked in the quiet, coming off the cracked marble tiles, dyed robin's egg blue, and the matching walls inlaid with mottled gold flowers. The Queen's chamber was like everything at Camelot, royal from afar, tarnished up close. This applied to her, too. She was living in the Queen's quarters, but she wasn't even Queen yet. The wedding was still two months away. A wedding that was making her uneasier each day. Once upon a time, Agatha had imagined she'd live happily ever after with Sophie in Gavaldon. The two of them would be proud owners of a cottage in town, where they'd have tea and toast each morning, then jaunt off to Mr. Doville's store.